Welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast for episode number 189. I just looked it up and I already forgot. Yeah, this is 189. I don't know what's going on. Wonder's fucking with his TV. I don't. I remember it was 189. Yeah. Well, I, I was wrong last week at 189. True, he was wrong I thought last week. it was 189 last week. How you doing, Wonder? I'm... I'm okay. It was a long day. Long day? How was your weekend? I know you went to visit the girly friend. It was good. It was good. Tiring, because I ended up doing a lot of honeydew things. That, well, you know, she... Honey, go do this. <laughs> well, isn't physically strong enough to do it herself. That'll so, um, I get volunteered for that. That'll happen. Uh, and then fixing her lawnmower and... Well, maybe you shouldn't have broke the lawnmower. You ever think about that idea? Actually, her dad broke the lawnmower and then said, I'll fix it later. So I said, no, we'll just fix That's it now. That's how that goes. And then now it doesn't run, which I know it's the carburetor. He fixed it by making it not run. Good job, Wonder. Well, no, <laughs> the reason why he broke the string on it was because he was he couldn't, it would, it would run and then it would die. And then you prime it and then you start it and it would start right away and run for two seconds and die which tells me it's probably the carburetor and i guarantee you what you didn't just no. sit there and rebuild the carb for her yeah it doesn't need to be built it just needs cleaned out because most people just run regular unleaded and gas if you're gonna clean it out you might as well just rebuild it have fun it doesn't need rebuilt though that's it's carburetor tearing it apart just do it well hey, man because make more work really, for yourself be a man. it's an old ass push mower that you probably won't be able to find parts for the carburetor in the first place so Valid. um if i were to rebuild it i would have to manually rebuild it yeah do that and machine um, all the parts yourself i can but i know i or not to because that's like a at that make point make more well, work for yourself be a man yeah god or by the time I got done spending money on all the material, I could have just bought a brand new fucking push mower <laughs> for her. True, push mowers suck. I I stand by, don't get grass, just buy turf. This isn't football. For your lawn, Ooh. just buy turf. Don't waste the water for grass. Who right. needs fucking grass? Turf's yeah. gonna feel just as good. And it'll actually feel better for just like walking across barefoot 90% of the time. Because well, here, you your grass head. is full of fucking stickers. Turf ain't growing no stickers. Yeah. The only thing is, is if you're, you know, playing catch or something on there, and you make like a diving catch, or you're running and you skid on your knees, you get carpet burned. Well, you can get burned by the grass, too, so it's okay. Yeah, it's not as bad. You get stained by the grass most That's true. of the time. But you can get fucked up by the grass. And again, around here, do you want the carpet burn, or do you want the fucking goat heads in your knees? I don't know. They feel like they pierced through your ACL somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, your place has an abundance of. Yeah. Yeah. We but have I, done nothing but 10 years worth of pick goat head, spray goat heads. Yeah. We've been doing that since we moved and... out here almost 20 years ago. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Ours wasn't a solid sticker patch when we started, though. Fair. So it was a little easier. Fair. Yeah, but. it's tough. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Glad you enjoyed that. I've been having one of those fucked up weeks, you know, where it just feels like everything is bad. Just really? Every, yeah. I'm, my head is in a bad spot. It's been great. You've been, like, sickly or? No, just, like, just everything mentally... sucks. Dude, yeah, right. yeah, right, yeah. Everything, it's it's been a rough week. It's not great. Yeah. It's well, not. Well, soon ideal. we'll be going to Vegas, and hopefully that. I change. am more ready for that than you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's I'm something about nervous, those but... trips. Everything just feels right on those trips. I don't know. It's a good reset for my head. It's mm. the like. For a week, I get to live life the way I plan to when I've, like, fully made it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You get, you get, it's, it's the good mental reset of what you're working towards. It's just what that entire week is, you yeah. know? Well, 
you know, even I, which is still a lot of work, but it's like, I need to be, it gives you the focus again of, I need to get here. Yeah. Well, even I feel like I need to get out of here, you know, right? I just, you get where you're like almost claustrophobic and you're like, I just need to, I just need to leave. I just need to go do something somewhere else. For me, I get, for me. About a week is is all the longer I need. It, it, once that week is up, I'm usually ready to be home. <laughs> I'm ready to not go anywhere else for a while. By the know. time the week's over, I'm normally like, do I even want to go back? It, but, this is going to be a conversation me and you are going to end up having like the day we have to go fly home. I'm gonna you be have like, to do, come back. Do I really got to go back? I could stay. <laughs> it, you have to come back. Why? I'm not. I'm not traversing an airport by myself <laughs> i'll walk you to your gate and then just leave dude you i i have more fucking oh, like shit. i don't know anxiety in airports than any other place on the planet i do not know why weird airports in particular is it like is just it, are you afraid of flying or just the airport itself well flying's part of it because i know flying's technically safer than driving yeah um statistically there's something freaky about being but 10 miles in the air (laughs) i once had a guy say well you know there's no need to worry there's only like one really bad you know accident while flying per million flights or something like that like yeah but there's 10 million flights a day so that's like 10 bad accidents in a day that's way too bad of odds for me (laughs) okay but think about cars though Right. There's an accident one in every, like, two cars that's on the fucking road every day. Humans yeah. can't drive, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. You're more likely to win the lottery, like, 10 million times than you are to get in a plane crash. And to me, that just means if we get in a plane crash, I guess it was fucking time, you know? Yeah. That just, all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just. I get it. I just, though. like. I just feel like every plane crash is like everybody dies and the plane exploded, you know? I feel like that's a good thing. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't want to be. I just feel like I'd be that one motherfucker that survived, but I'm a vet, you know, just can't move. I can only like, you know, blink my eyes to say yes or no. Or, you know, that's that's how I feel like my luck is. So (laughs) I get that. (laughs) I get that. No offense to anybody that's in that situation, but. You know. Well, so if the plane's gonna crash, rip your seatbelt off and jump. So you That'd land. That'd probably be the first. only way I survived. <laughs> I wasn't in the plane in the fiery crash. Oh god. <laughs> I wasn't in the plane when it crashed. I just smacked a fucking tree. Oh my god, it's gonna be like Bucky. I I'm not gonna finish that. We're still not allowed to talk about movies and TV shows. Though, they're getting somewhere. We're, we're on a we, step one is there because there's a uh, so the writers guild has a. Let me find the thing because I think this is important. Yeah, uh, they've the come to a tentative there. deal with just the writers guild of America, so we still have to wait for SAG AFTRA, which is the actors guild. Actor, yeah. So it's not done. We can't talk yet, but we're we're halfway there. Playboy, nice. Um, but yeah, right. Uh, what? But no. Apparently, this is a great deal for them. Like, they got everything they wanted, which <laughs> means all of these big companies were starting to feel the pressure. Especially, mm-hmm. I do love our government's little step up with the whole, you know, well, AI, anything created by AI can't be copywritten. So suddenly. All these companies that were like, we'll just have AI write all of our movies go, oh, that won't work now because we can't copyright it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that don't work. All right, we got to make a deal. Yeah. So for <laughs> once, we can say good on the government. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm a little annoyed because people are mad. So it's weird that this gets tweeted out from the president's account. But like. President Biden, and we all know he's not the one who put out the tweet, but yeah, just like it's, his, it's his administration. Yeah, it's the POTUS account. Someone, right? They put out a tweet talking about how right now they're working on 
getting fees for like when you buy tickets to like concerts and sports events. So I just bought tickets for the Broncos Vikings game on Sunday night football for this year. Like 240 bucks a piece. Expensive for a ticket. And but then what they don't show in the price of the ticket is this $110 service fee per ticket. So realistically it was a $350 ticket. They just tell you it's too, but I don't understand. What the fuck is the service fee for? You're not giving me a ticket. You are sending me a digital code that costs no money. None of this costs anything. I get SeatGeek's got to make some money. You don't have to make a hundred bucks per ticket. That's not real. Right. Yeah, that's Fucking ridiculous. Fucking A, dude. And then, and you I know swear how to God, I- Apple doesn't even make that per iPhone. I promise. Everybody goes, well, materials, what? Shut up. Materials wise, you're an idiot. Materials aren't what matter when it comes to technology. It's the research and development. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what you're paying for. That's why you pay an exorbitant amount of money for these high end devices because of all the development that has to go into them. Weirdos. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, don't understand well, you, what these you know why- are for. I know they know it's bullshit because if they if it wasn't bullshit, they wouldn't be like all of a sudden in the end of the transaction like oh yeah by the way right there's another hundred ten dollars you owe us you wouldn't hide it see I know? also why can't but, we as an America just be like Europe in the whole the price you see advertised is what you pay you don't add on taxes or fees or nothing. In Europe, you walk into a coffee shop and the coffee's five bucks. You hand them a five dollar note and you're done. There's no, oh, it's five bucks plus the twenty five cents for tax plus this thirty cent fee. No, it's just five bucks. They add it all in before. Why can't mm-hmm. we just do that? Fuck, it's not that hard. It's too complicating. Yeah, go fuck yourself, you stupid rich businessmen. Just. Make a system. Systems are easy. Literally, hire a developer to just handle it for you. Just <laughs> handle it. Fuck it. There's a use for AI. AI can just do all the math for you. I don't fucking know. Do something. This is stupid. <sighs> I'm sorry. Everything sucks. Uh, so, apparently... So, I got the new iPhone. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, I got the little guy. Hold on. Talk for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about, but uh, why do you always do wow, this? Wow, you suck. <laughs> why do I always do this? You're a, you're a host of the show. So this is my old iPhone. This is my new. <laughs> Holy shit! I decided to go for the smaller one this time. Kind of nice. Hey. It's kind of nice. Dude, it's about the, same size the as mine weight now. difference is fucking insane. Um, but yeah, so the new 15 Pros, the Pro Maxes are having problems. Mm-hmm. So the side rails, instead of being aluminum or stainless steel, are now titanium, which is mm-hmm. great. They're lighter, technically more durable. The Pro Maxes, the big ones, there's an issue with the titanium. Titanium is too rigid. So if you, I don't know why you would do this, but you know, you crank on the phone to like bend it, the glass will shatter because the metal doesn't give it. Well, because the glass flexes, but the metal has zero give. Mm -hmm. So it just, that's not great. (laughs) The little one doesn't have as much problems, but that's because smaller glass is more structural that's how that works the bigger the piece of glass the easier it is to snap in half that's life Mm -hmm. um so looks like i dodged a bullet with that because i do think there are ways where like if you wore it in a pocket of like really tight pants and it flexed the wrong way when you tried to do something i think you could shatter your phone right or if you just you had it in the front pocket like oh and now wonder i also bought something else oh Samsung Galaxy Fold. Yeah. I got a good deal on it. So, got a second phone now. Galaxy Fold. So now I'm the... 
I'm one of the like 10 weirdos in the world who carries a Samsung and an iPhone with me every day. Galaxy Fold's kind of sick, though. I, I remember, I though, about so I do got to talk here, though, for a minute, because if you remember when they announced it a few years ago, I did. I went on this whole tirade about the point of the Fold. So I, I'm going to jump out ahead of this before somebody calls me out for it. Because I would like everybody to remember, I still think it's pointless, like in, in actuality. Because you can buy a phone and a tablet for the same price. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool, which is what I said back then. If you're not buying it from the perspective of, well, it's a phone and a tablet. Because like, no, not really. I'm sorry. This doesn't really compete with this. It's not the same, <laughs> you know, size right. and stuff. It doesn't function the same. But if you're just buying it from a cool tech perspective, and it is in certain situations, the bigger screen is a little nice, but I don't know. I uh, I still do think it's not a smart purchase for most people. Mm-hmm. I was able to get a deal because you get $1,000 off for the new line thing, right? So that suddenly made it an $800 phone. And then I got like 700 bucks worth of trade-in for an iPhone. So mm-hmm. it became like a $200 purchase. For 200 bucks, buy a fold, sure. <laughs> That's very different. That's not, it's not equal to just, I bought, I paid 1800 bucks for a fold because I did not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if I'd ever have one because they're, like, they're expensive. Me once, well, that was eleven hundred, twelve hundred bucks right there. And yeah, it's just but a fucking you're rent. spending seven hundred dollars more, and like the inside screens made of plastic, and a li- the the whole it's less durable thing doesn't matter. You're gonna carry it around closed anyways, like. Though I have already noticed a problem. This is going to be the first time I've ever bought a screen protector for a phone. Yeah. Because this front screen, you lay it down on that screen a lot. It's already got a bunch of scratches. Mm -hmm. And I've had it since Friday. Yeah. (laughs) So that's not ideal. So I'm going to buy a screen protector for the front of this thing because I don't want to. Yeah, I always, well... And and just regular phones for Samsung, the screens scratch yeah. easy. Yeah. And so I automatically, that is a necessity. You put a screen protector on these. No, you know how I know it's getting close to new iPhone time? Because hmm. new iPhones launch in September. Right around July, my phone starts getting scratches on the screen. It'll be clean until then, normally. Unless I have a really bad day. <laughs> But I also don't set my phone on its screen very often. But that's the weird thing with the fold is because if you have it unfolded and set it down, you're setting it on the screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like Apparently the Bucks and the Eagles are playing now. I I thought it was. I said that one of them was later. One of them started earlier. Oh. I didn't. I don't think I was I said thinking it was the Eagles were later, but apparently. Apparently it's the Bengals that are later. But yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Having two phones is very different. I got to figure out how to carry two phones. (laughs) So it's not that big of a deal like normally, but if I go somewhere like where I drive keys Mm -hmm. and phones are hard because I don't want to carry them in the same pocket because that could cause problems. So I want to put them in separate pockets, but I don't want to put my keys in the same pocket as a phone. You know, uh-huh. yeah. so got to figure out what to do with the keys. Nice thing is I use a lanyard so I can just wear them technically, but I also don't yeah. want that. So I don't know. got to figure out a plan there. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, the wallet can be moved, I guess, or it can also just exist in the same pocket as a phone. Cause my wallet's different and very small. Oh yeah. Oh, so how about them Broncos? <laughs> I just love the interview that happened after that. Oh. That was 
that was a rough interview. <laughs> well, you lost just kept... like fifty. Well, and well, and it was it was, he already like said that you know this was an embarrassing loss. You know this should never happen in the NFL. It's extremely embarrassing for the team. We got to fix things. And then they just kept pressing the matter. Like, we, we understand it was embarrassing, but, like, how does it feel like it's embarrassing on a record scale? It's like, what more do you want the guy to say? They're freaking embarrassed. Yes, they get, they lost. They get it. They, lo- they lost, a, like, on a, a record loss. Like, like, lay off of the guy. Well, it's uh, not, it wasn't a record was loss. I'm mad. Why the fuck did the Dolphins not just take the field goal and make it a record, you fucking losers? Yeah. I hate this whole, well, we didn't want to run up the score. You already ran up the score. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, Taking but, a uh, deep shot when you're already up by 40 is running up the score. So getting into field goal, you might as well take the record. Don't try to do this grandstanding. We didn't want to run up. You already ran it up. So just take the well, fucking record and shut your stupid part, mouth. Part of that deep shot may have been the head coach going up into the stands and letting fans look into the playbook and pick plays. Offensive dude, plays. The Dolphins are the best team, dude. So, I, I wouldn't completely blame them for running up the score because literally a fan went, oh, that's a deep play. Do that one. Mike McDaniel is the greatest. I love him. <laughs> the disrespect so is nutty, man. That, <laughs> hey, you, you know, it it's deserved. The Broncos is the Broncos. So, right, right. I, I, I really feel like Manning was the downfall of the like that he after Manning left, the Broncos just didn't Bronco. <laughs> No, so I'm. Oh, so you know what I got to do? I'm switching to a different game. I'm gonna make a YouTube video this week. Um, just titled "Explaining the NFL to Swifties," because Taylor Swift has now brought her whole legion of psychos to uh, football. Did you see that? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, so Taylor I Swift. So there's been this running thing. Where Travis Kelsey, when Taylor Swift was in Kansas City, perf- she performed at Arrowhead. He yeah. went to the concert, and I tried to give her a friendship bracelet with his number on it. Somebody, like, gave it to her, which I think is awesome. What a way mm-hmm. to try to win somebody. A- Do you know the effort that had to go into that? That's one way to, like, show out, right? You had to go to a craft store and buy the correct beads with your number on them. Mm-hmm. That's some dedication for for this. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk. He he wanted to date Taylor Swift. Which well, I get it's, it. his, it's his crush, man. Well, I get it. He, t- he took his shot. Yeah. Um, but there were reports that they'd been quietly hanging out, whatever, and Jason Kelsey really threw uh, gas on that fire by saying, oh, that's 100% true. They actually have been. Like, dude, yeah. what happened to quietly, big dog? <laughs> um, but Taylor Swift was in Kansas City yeah, sitting next, next to Mama to... Kelsey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get the, that. When Trav catches the touchdown, they pan to her and she's just screaming, let's fucking go, which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to make a video for all the Taylor Swift fans who now watch football. Got to get them up to speed. We got to start yep. with why Travis Kelsey's the GOAT. I think uh-huh. that's important because I don't uh-huh. think people are going to understand it because uh, – Trav is, you know, when you look at football players, he's not exactly the one you'd expect the, you know, biggest pop star in the universe to go for. Not exactly. So we got to explain why he's so important and so good. Because it's very different. He's not like Justin Jefferson where he wins because he's like better than you at everything. Kelsey's not really better than anybody at anything. 
Other than he just yeah. like knows how to settle down in soft spots in the defense. Mm-hmm. And he has a quarterback that just knows like Trav's open. Doesn't matter, Trav's open. <laughs> my my thought behind it was like personality wise, Taylor's you know, Swift and Travis Kelsey are like the same person. Kinda. Like they're like they got this little kid inside of them that just they're just goofy, you know? Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? I could totally see it. Yeah. You know, because you ever see Travis on the sideline? He's just a goofball. Dude, I watched the podcast he does with his brother. I, I listened to him talking. It's great. <laughs> um, But that after the game, Mahomes getting asked if he felt the pressure from all the Swifties <laughs> of getting Trav a touchdown. He's like, yeah, yeah, I felt it a little bit. It's I've like, seen that. This interview. dude's won multiple Super Bowls, but he feels the pressure of the Swifties. <laughs> and I love how he explains it. He's like, yeah, and tr- the play where we got him a touchdown, that wasn't even the route Trav was supposed to run. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. Christ. It's one of them routes where Travis just kind of does his own thing and I throw it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fair enough, man. <laughs> I love, yeah. dude, I love Travis Kelsey. It's so. I love Andy Reid, though. <laughs> After the game, you know, he was asked, did you meet Taylor Swift? And then, you know, what do you think of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? And Andy Reid goes, well, I set him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking great, dude. Technically, I guess he's not wrong. <laughs> I guess not. Um, some of the <laughs> things, I so a bunch of different tweets about the thing. This might be my favorite about Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Finally, a boyfriend that doesn't look like a pale, sickly Victorian child who would have died of the plague. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Kelsey's a big boy. I mean, he's got that dad bod and he plays tight end. (laughs) True. So, I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to find a couple more, but because there were some funny ones. I feel yeah. like it's going to be, I, I 100% feel like this is going to be a, the America's breakup story, though. Oh, dude, the like, breakup They're going to get together and they're going to be together for like a couple of years and then dude, there's going to be some drama. Think and... about the album, though. It's going to be fucking <laughs> phenomenal. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you're, um, you're, you're gonna know, she's going to come up with an album and you're going to know she's talking about yeah. Travis. The alliance between Chiefs fans and Swifties will destroy Cincinnati once and for all. <laughs> How does it feel for you to have Cincinnati be the Chiefs' new rival and not the Bills like we all thought it would be? Uh, I don't so, know. Dude, I, I hate would... how fucking right I was, by the way. About Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patty Mahomes. The whole... Burrow and Mahomes are going to be the Brady Manning while Josh Allen's over there as Big Ben. He might get one or two here and there, but he's not actually going to be the guy, like one of the two everybody remembers from yeah. that time. I hate how right I was. Yeah. Um, my thing is, is I think being the underdog, I think the Bills play better when they're the underdog. When they are supposed to be the number one team and supposed to be the ones that win, they play like shit. But when they are the underdog and have something to prove, you know, they play better. I, I don't know. I, it's just, I I like it when the attention is not on the Bills and then they kind of sneak their way in. That's I like that idea better than, okay, you know, they did what was expected of them. You know, it makes them look better, in my opinion. Kind of a, oh, the shocking, you know, shockingly, the Bills are in it, you know, and all of a sudden they're, they might be in the Super Bowl, you know? <laughs> this is also my favorite, the picture of Taylor Swift at the game. This feels like when your boy in high school claimed a hot girl from a couple schools over was going to the dance with him, but she actually showed up. <laughs> right true it does feel that way 
Wasn't it like Britney Spears or somebody that Jessica Simpson uh, with Tony Romo back in the day? Oh, yeah. Well, there's another one. I think it was like Britney Spears or somebody that there was a high school kid that didn't have a prom date and he asked a famous oh, star yeah, yeah. to go with him to the prom date. And she actually oh. replied and said, yes, I'll go with you. Yeah. Shoot your shot, man. Just shoot your shot. You never know. You never, you never know. Belichick was asked where he felt, what he thought about Taylor Swift in the NFL. And he said, <laughs> Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches in his career. This would be the biggest. <laughs> uh, it's all funny i love it it's great the jokes about this are amazing. i'm surprised he didn't say something like anything to distract the kelsey's dude at this point <laughs> bill's gotta worry about getting his team to win more than one game against the jets right dude i watching that game again i tweeted it out as it happened patriots just need a first down Mac Jones has a receiver open, throws it, but it takes three minutes to get there, gets batted down. They have to give the ball to the Jets. And I was just like, dude, if Mac Jones had the arm strength of a toddler, the Patriots would be 3-0. Like, actually. That defense is fucking incredible. And the fact that Christian Gonzalez is a fucking Patriot hurts my soul. He's (laughs) so good, dude. I don't know how he fell that far. Should have been a top five pick. Ended up at 17. Fucking Bill Belichick. I'm mad. <laughs> oh, shit. Now what? Uh-oh. What's your problem? Um, Cody's texting me. Oh, no. And he's asking me if I can do him a solid. Oh, the answer's no. You're busy. What did oh. the Eagles do? They were in the red zone. What happened? How'd this happen? Who fumble? Not Rashad Penny. Um. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened there, but. Uh. Uh. Though I do know something. I know that Vikings fans, I know why they were voted as the dumbest in the world yeah, for any NFL. Right. Dude, the amount of people yesterday who all year have been claiming Kevin O'Connell's a bad play caller, but when I call them out for like, so he's a bad play caller because there are constantly wide receivers open, but his quarterback's getting sacked. He's a, So he's a bad play caller because the O-line plays bad? Explain. And nobody's got an actual answer. I'm sorry. If you look at the plays they're actually running, mm-hmm. the biggest answer is, well, look at all the checkdowns. Every play in every NFL playbook ever has a checkdown. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell's not the one telling Kirk where to throw it. Kirk makes those decisions. That's right. not on play calls, you brain-dead moron. Right, and then and then Kirk Cousin does not play well when you fluster him. Like and. But that's the thing. Kirk is still playing well. Let me tell you the most ridiculous stat in the NFL right now. The Vikings have the NFL's leading passer, receiver, and the sack leader, and are 0-3. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, so, Kirk's not losing playing by much, incredible. Daniil Hunter, I demand apologies from every one of you morons who tried to tell me he wasn't top 10 or that he wasn't as good as Rashawn Gary. Cause right now he's on the level of Parsons and Watt and Garrett. Mm-hmm. So fuck off. <laughs> I demand an apology from all y'all. Good God. He's got, he's halfway to Rashawn Gary's career high. And that was in a 16 game season. Daniil's done half of it in three. <laughs> just just so you know um that's that's some things i know yeah <sighs> oh man boy this is actually kind of a good game so far it's still zero zero it's gonna be but the the bucks are gonna win because the eagles can't run on the bucks the way they ran on the vikings no, they're just gonna return uh punts for almost not quite 
It was like a 60-yard field punt return Meh. for the Eagles. Meh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, football's stupid, and I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I wore my Apple Watch. I put it on right before the game yesterday. I uh, uh -huh. burned 650 calories watching the Vikings game. <laughs> Not that'll, kidding. Uh, like, actually. That'll happen. Because, I mean, it was Do you know game. how insane that is? <laughs> like oh man what football is football how about the cardinals beating the cowboys while i yeah what happened so that's the equivalent of doing vigorous stationary rowing for an hour uh-huh and all I did was sit there and watch football. God damn, bro. It's that heart rate, man. Fucking redonkulous. Redonkulous. Yeah, and then the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, I find it funny also. I... I Yep, this might be their year. I mean, it still might. They're just like one and eight in their last nine games against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are just the Cowboys kryptonite, man. I guess. I don't know how. Yeah. It's because Joshua Dobbs, the actual rocket scientist at quarterback, is the GOAT. Uh-huh. That's what I know. He had four incompletions. Also, it really doesn't help the Cowboys that Trayvon Diggs is out for the year. That's yeah. so sad, dude. They're starting quarterback, corner, cornerback. Yeah, the the one of the best in the league. It, I mm -hmm. don't know if I told you this stat that was crazy. Uh, Trayvon Diggs was allowing a one passer rating against him, a one. Mm -hmm. A quarterback gets an average passer rating of thirty eight if he throws the ball directly into the ground every play. <laughs> That's how goddamn good Trayvon Diggs was playing. And he tore his ACL in practice. Right. In but practice. Weirdly, weirdly enough, that's... Well, when you're practicing, you're constantly exerting yourself, you know? Right. You're, 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 you're getting your reps in, so you're, you know... So that's why I think you tend to injure yourself at practice more than in games, you know? Yeah, but practice... What, Right, but but in in a game, you know, you the per, the the other team runs a play. You do your thing, the play's over with, and then you got a short little break before they run another play. You know, yeah. practice. It's like boom, 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 until you know you get your reps in and you're done and you're you've accomplished what you hoped you accomplished or you're satisfied with what you've done for the practice. Also, so I'm gonna jump back to the Vikings for a second. So I don't get enough Vikings talk on Run the North because we got to talk about every game. Though this yeah. week I'm going to have a bit more to rant about because fans are pissing me off. Because <laughs> I see this whole first and goal from the three, the three, and the six, and you get a three total points. We got a field goal out of those three situations. Uh -huh. And everybody going, that's just bad play calling. No, it's not being able to get any push in the run game. And I'm sorry that you're not smart enough to figure this out. Inside the 10-yard line, passing is really hard. Uh-huh. Like, There's less everybody, I hate the whole, well, the, the Chiefs ever. don't fuck it up. Yeah, you have Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid. You got the uh -huh. three best in the world at what they do. Fuck off. Justin Jefferson's great, but that's not exactly his game. Yeah. And he, he, whatever. He kills you on the deep ball. Right? But we also got to remember... How many missed throws did Cuzzo have in those spots? Quite mm -hmm. a few this week. How many drops did we have in those spots? Quite a few. But yeah, let's right. blame Kevin O'Connell because understanding football is not our strong suit. <laughs> like The amount of screaming I had to do just based on Kevin O'Connell or the way people were talking about him is insane to mm -hmm. me. But, yeah. <laughs> It's tough. Uh, Everything's bad. Yeah, it, I agree. everything it's... was bad, and then football made it worse. 
Yeah. Well, it, you know, Madison actually didn't have a bad game. No. You know, and um, imagine what Madison can do if he could actually get a get some decent blockers for him, like actually run blockers. See, I think Madison is not a terrible running back, honestly. You know, but is he top of the line? No, but you know, he's kind of like the Bills Devin Singletary when they had him, except he's better than Devin Singletary. But... <laughs> Dude, people are insane. So I keep, I agree at this point now, like, might be time to consider just trade Cousins and let's just, at this point, you're 0-3, let's just not win a game. Like, mm-hmm. Caleb Get Williams, some... here we go. Like, done. Yeah. GG. Yep. Trade Kirk to the Jets for a first-round pick so you can get, you know, Caleb Williams and I don't know, maybe a guard, you know, an interior lineman. Or a defensive lineman, that might be pretty cool too. Um, but this weird thing I keep seeing from people is that they shouldn't. But th- this thing, Kirk has a no trade clause, so he can say no. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you can basically give him no choice. Like, all right, we want to trade you. If you say no, we're just going to bench you. And you're just going to be off the team in uh-huh. all reality. Like, you can force that trade to happen because Cuzzo, in a contract year, doesn't want to have no film for people to look at when he has to go get another job. Mm-hmm. And when you tell him, like, we are not going to bring you back no matter what you do at this point, because I'm sorry, I, I get the idea of, like, Push for the playoffs. Not anymore. Because we know we can't compete. There's no fucking Mm -hmm. point. I really don't want to end up with pick 22 again and be stuck without a quarterback. I'm sick Mm -hmm. of that. And with the way the Bears are playing, they're probably going to end up as the worst team in the league. I don't know if they would trade out of the pick. I know they wouldn't love to trade it to Minnesota. That's a division rival. (laughs) But with the way Justin Fields is playing... Right now, even Miller football is telling me he'd draft Caleb Williams. Yeah. Because fields don't look good. So. Yeah, he's basically pulling a Russell Wilson right now. Now, the one cool thing is, technically, I guess Caleb Williams can say no, but I really don't want to go into JJ's contract year without a quarterback and without him being signed. Uh At least if you have Caleb Williams, you see the future there. You sign a contract. Mm-hmm. If you're going into the season with Nick Mullins, I wouldn't <laughs> sign a deal either. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit can go to hell in a handbasket in a hurry for the Vikings. Yeah. Like, I I get it. Does it suck to just lose? Do you think Jefferson resigns if we tank? Yeah. Because that's how you get a QB. If he see- Also, I just want to say CJ Stroud has been the best rookie quarterback by far, and he's been playing like a top 10 quarterback in football. Like, that is not uh, a joke. Um, so uh, I just want everybody to remember how hard I was banging the table for the Vikings to trade up for C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I know what I'm talking about. Dude's awesome. You should just give up the internet and just full on dude. get hired on for a professional football they team. They should hire me because I can just go, look at this fucking guy. Look what he done. Look at what mm-hmm. he's doing in Houston. Imagine if he had the weapons of Minnesota. Imagine if he had Justin Jefferson instead of Robert Woods. Imagine if he had TJ Hawkinson instead of Dalton Schultz, Jordan Addison instead of Nico Collins. Fuck, dude. I'm so mad about how right I was because right now CJ is easily the best quarterback from that class as Mm -hmm. I predicted. (laughs) Lawrence has been struggle bussing. Yeah, the Jags just worry me at this point. 
they started off hot and then I don't know, they just they kind of died really fast. I don't know what the hell their deal is. Uh hopefully they bounce back because I need somebody that can actually score score points as a quarterback. I can't I can't afford to have every single quarterback that's supposed to be an elite quarterback, you know, get four points. So this weird you act like you're guaranteed a good young quarterback. What we're guaranteed if we keep what we're doing is paying cousins. I hate this yeah. whole sign cousins to a team friendly deal and then draft a quarterback later and develop him. Cousins won't sign a team friendly deal. We already know that. He also already accounts for thirty million dollars against the cap next year. So yeah. when you then sign him to a forty million dollar deal, he accounts for seventy million dollars against the cap, which is 35 million more than Patrick Mahomes. You ain't mm -hmm. winning shit with that. Yeah, you're and definitely whole, not building a team. You're not guaranteed a good young quarterback. Even if you have the first pick, he could be a bust. If you just live by that, you'll never get a quarterback, which is kind of why the Vikings have never had a fucking quarterback. Yeah. This is why most fans should not talk football like that. Because they don't yeah. understand... You have to take the risk to get a quarterback. Right. Well, and most people don't understand how cap works either. That's fair. Like, or no the, clue this whole just works. sign him to a team-friendly deal. He has to sign the contract. Yeah, it's, you can't really. Especially as of right now, he's going to have the best year of his career. He's going to sign a cheap deal after that? Yeah. I don't Look, think so. A good example. Look at what's going on with Jonathan Taylor, dude. Yeah. Look what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Like, he is a good example of someone who doesn't want to sign a contract and is right. being forced to I, just sit I, out. I don't want to see that with JJ at all. Right. We, and the only way, Cuzzo is 37. You do not get another four years out of JJ based on a 37-year-old quarterback. But yeah. you can get, and I hate this whole thing where people are saying, like, it was a money thing and a quarterback thing. No, I genuinely think the hang up on his contract is a year's thing. Mm -hmm. He wants a three, maybe four year deal. The Vikings want a five, six, seven year deal because they don't want to have to pay him again when he's 28 and in his prime still and have to give, they'd rather wait until he's 30 so they can, you know, show the slight decline and pay him based off of that. That's mm -hmm. where the hang-up is. It's in years. But I think, you know what could fix that? Oh, we're going to have Caleb Williams? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll go for five at least, because that's his whole starting contract, right? And then I'm 29. I can go get another big deal somewhere else. Or if Caleb's that good, looks like we're staying here. And... Caleb's that fucking good, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to get too far out there, but I want to get too far out there. There's never been a prospect better than Caleb Williams. Never. <laughs> and well, I'm glad good... I got him on my team. You don't. You're a USC fan? He's a college oh. player, you weirdo. I was thinking of uh, Williams know. on the Rams. I think it's the Rams. Maybe it's the Chargers. Kyron Williams? Kyron Williams is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's not that good. No, Caleb oh. Williams, the quarterback who I've been talking about this whole time. Right. Also, I, the Bears ruined Justin Fields, and it hurts me. That's true. Dude, he's gotten worse. I didn't know it was possible. Dude, the whole thing with Fields was like he makes bad decisions, but at least he's never afraid to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Now he won't pull the trigger. No, he just takes the sack. They took his confidence away. He has no faith in himself to make the play. It's Kirk over. Fields can't work in Chicago now. The only way he works is to go somewhere else. At least that's what it feels like. But even then... 
I wonder if they completely killed his confidence. I wonder if he can build back from it. For real. Which like, is like I said, so it's kinda sad. like a kind of seems to me kinda like a Russell Wilson type thing, you know. Kinda. He's not a bad quarterback in the past, but it you know, you go to another team that's kinda not good and then Yeah, but you can also go to another team and be good. So it's it's a whole thing. Right, but it's easier to go to another team when the team's okay. Yeah. You know, that helps you out a little bit. Yeah, Fields needs a good situation if he's going to go somewhere, but at this point, I don't know what's going on. Bears-Broncos next week is going to be the worst football game of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's a dumpster it's gonna, fire. The, score, the score's going to be like 6-9 to nine or something. Stupid like that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm taking the Broncos, though. At this point. I, with that, did you see that defense? Dude, I think they would have allowed eight yards of carry to me. They couldn't stop I'm, the run, and they're facing Justin Fields. He doesn't even have to throw a pass. He can just run for 700 yards. Okay. I'm still taking the Broncos, though. Dude, I think you would have had 200 yards rushing if you were playing running back for the Dolphins. I know. But but my thing is, is is the embarrassment they had. See, but the Bears just got embarrassed also. Yeah, not by fucking 40, not 70 to 20, though. Yeah, 41 (laughs) to 3. That still sounds better than... Does 70 it? to 20. I don't know. It just does. Like, does it? I feel like an NFL football team should not have get scored, you know, over 40 points or like 50 points at least. <laughs> like, that, like, I feel like the Dolphins could have scored 100 points if they wanted to. I think they should have. Yeah. I think you just. I really do not like the Broncos, so um, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm ready for the Broncos Vikings game because if that's how the defense is going to be, woohoo! They let Chosen Anderson score on them a bunch. We'll see what Justin Jefferson can do. Broncos Nation, let's sit in the bed of the pickup in a fetal position and Broncos cry. Country, you <laughs> died for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> you no longer have a football team anymore. It's Kirk go- over, Denver. It's Kirk over. <laughs> Rename the team, sell the team, fire everybody. It's Kirk over. Yeah. Uh, they also, the Bears need to just fire all of their coaching staff in the middle of the season. Yeah. I know they won't, but they should. <laughs> they they literally can't do much worse. So I'm pretty sure they could pick up a Girl Scout off the street and say, here, pull, call some plays. And it would literally would not be worse. They should hire you. You could turn that franchise around. Dude, I'd be down at this point. Fuck it. Uh, I'll coach the Bears. You can, and in, in, in your off time, you can stream gonna, and talk about. I was going to say, I only know. have to coach there for a couple of years before somebody else is going to offer me a job. Yeah, they're going to be like, <laughs> this guy's fucking brilliant. I'll go work somewhere this guy else. Knows what he's doing. We'll fix Justin Fields and then we'll go. Don't even hire me as that head coach, just quarterbacks coach. I'll go fix Fields. Then you can send me to who sucks? Atlanta. I'll go fix Desmond Ritter. <laughs> uh, Didn't they win? No. They lost to the Lions because Desmond Ritter can't throw. Oh. I. Dude, I I don't ever want to watch the Falcons play the Patriots. The battle of mid would just be incredible. (laughs) Like, Ritter has arm strength, but he can't throw accurately. If you took Ritter and Mac Jones and made them one player, you'd have a good quarterback. Right. You know what I really think the Falcons need to do, though? Like, already, just fucking do it. Put Taylor Heineke in. Ritter's not him. Heineke mm-hmm. will actually give you a chance to win. He has some juice. Ritter ain't got shit. Dude, 
Kyle Pitts is six foot. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's let's get this right. He's six five, isn't he? I don't know. No, Kyle Pitts is six six two fifty, the most athletic tight end we've ever seen. And you throw it to him when he's wide open and can't hit him in the in anywhere where he can get to the ball. It's done. One throw like that and you're out. I'm done. I'm done with can it. I- you're not good. Taylor, get the fuck in here. Because what is Taylor Heineke known for? He actually is able to constantly give his receivers a shot. Good idea or bad idea, he's giving them a chance. Ritter right. doesn't give him a chance, dude. He can't throw. Put me in, coach. Dude. <laughs> I can throw. I don't have the strongest. I wouldn't have the strongest arm. Dude. I, but I have a strong so enough arm depressing. to get to throw to Pitts, man. It's so <laughs> depressing. Kyle Pitts is so good. But think is, people think he sucks because he doesn't have a quarterback. What's behind the Kyle Pitts str- struggles and lack of production? Bad quarterback play. This is what happens when you get... Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, and Desmond Ritter as your quarterbacks to start your career. You're Uh, irrelevant. Jesus Christ. He should have went to the Bills. At least Josh Allen likes to throw to his fucking tight ends. Dude, no way. So, you know how YouTuber boxing matches go? Yeah. Uh, Dylan Dennis... Um. Oh, never mind. I was going to be really disappointed. <laughs> so, Logan Paul is set to have a boxing match with Dylan Danis. Dylan Danis had been running his mouth for the last few months for the buildup of this fight. About mm-hmm. Logan Paul's fiance, wife, girlfriend. Don't know. Saying lots of shit about her, right? There were reports today that he pulled out of the fight. So a bunch of WWE people were making fun of him because, like, Dylan Dennis pulled out of the fight. Probably smart. After all this harassment of Logan's girl, I'd bet Logan was going to turn his face into ground beef. I would have. Yeah, apparently Dylan didn't pull out, but he probably should have. I... I, I don't know why, but I have a feeling Logan Paul's going to slaughter him. I think my biggest dude. thing with Logan Paul, I think people forget. Say what you will about the dude. Like him, hate him, whatever. He's done some shitty things in the past. He's also not Jake Paul, who's just a mm-hmm. garbage person. Logan at least tries a lot of the time to be better. You make bad decisions, you learn from them. Jake just, like, makes bad decisions and makes bad decisions, but like, you don't have to like Logan Paul, but this dude was a national champion wrestler in high Mm -hmm. school. Like dude is an athlete. You don't make it to the WWE and wrestle your third ever match against Roman reigns and Mm -hmm. fucking burn the house down. Or like I get Roman reigns, Seth Rollins, Ricochet. These opponents are really good. But Logan Paul is hanging with them, doing this shit, like the jumps and the flips. His athleticism is on a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is his first boxing match. You know? Right. Like, you know, he can box. Yeah. Dude, he literally. How many dudes are willing to just get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather? Ever? Right. Like, yeah. win, lose, or draw, how many dudes that aren't professional boxers are just like willing to actually, I would, uh, I'd do it. Pay me. I'll do it. Sure. But you better pay me enough to deal with my fucking medical expenses. afterward. (laughs) Pay me enough to pay for my medical bills and be stoved up for a little while. And then, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Why not? Maybe I'll surprise myself and go a full round. <laughs> right. Good play. So, Good yeah. play by Rashad White. 
Whoa. Yard game. Yay. October 14th is when that fight is. Okay. God, they've been focused on the buildup of that fight for a while. But I don't know. I really don't know if for the buildup for a fight, if you want to make it that personal. Right. The other thing that gets to me, Logan Paul's not saying shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Silence is the most terrifying thing you can get out of somebody. Yeah. When you just continuously push and they don't say a thing. Like that would make me nervous more than anything else. Like I'm talking all this shit about his girl and he's not saying anything. He's not doing nothing. He's letting it just build up inside of him and he's letting it marinate. And I I don't know if I want to let it marinate. (laughs) That's gonna like or the the things that'll happen. There'll be these clips of the dude talking shit and Logan'll just put out one liners on Twitter, just careful what you wish for. Like, oh, okay. Or you know, you see Dylan Dennis on a stream with Andrew Tate where he's complaining and you know, whining about what's gonna happen. And Logan's just like, ah, the excuses are loading. yeah it's very intriguing I'm ready for it yeah when one guy's making it personal and the other guy's not normally that gives me the sign but I will still wait to announce who I think wins that fight Till I see them both walk to the ring and hear what music they're listening to. Yeah. You remember when we went to the MMA fights in that one town uh-huh. when Sean was running them. Yep. I was right almost every time just based off of the song that plays. It's like, oh, that guy's winning. Uh-huh. That was the worst. So during these fights, uh, these MMA fights, we flew this guy up from Brazil. He was, like, Mm -hmm. actually in, like, the Brazilian mafia. Mm -hmm. Just a freak. He's fighting some dude from somewhere in Nebraska in his first fight. The Brazilian dude comes out to, like, our God is greater. Or some Christian, really, like, low-key Christian song. The other dude comes out to death metal him. Oh, the Brazilian dude's about to die. He got knocked out first round. He didn't He didn't take a swing. Dude, he got annihilated. I was like, dude, you see this guy. You hear the story. You see his other fights. But you know from the music. It's like, there's a thing, man. There's a thing. with. I don't know what it is, but you can just tell. And it's a thing yeah. in, like, all sports. I stand by. Mariano Rivera was the greatest closer of all time. Because there was nothing more intimidating than having Enter Sandman play as the closer for the baseball team comes out. Right. It's just like, oh, fuck, it's that guy. But that's also why, you know, in the ninth inning, if you listen to the guy who hits the walk-off home run, listen to the song he walks up to. There's a reason a lot of guys change their walk-up song to the last three innings of the game. That's a Uh thing I've noticed. They change it to something different because it's a different level at that point. We need scientific research on the effects music has on sports. I I, I don't know how you how you run these experiments, but I think it would be sick. I think Jamar Chase is wearing a dark visor tonight. That's not new. I just... Dark visors are sick, though. Oh, yeah, the, the bangles are rolled. No, it's the, like, colored ones that are bangles. Oh. And even then, it's only, it's weird. The NFL's yeah, stupid. The NFL's stupid, and I hate it. But, uh. I'm just, I'm just excited for October, because I'm only going to work, like, four total days in October. <laughs> and I'm still going to have, like, five days of vacation remaining after October. 
Dude, I don't know what the Cardinals fans are talking about with this whole the Cardinals trading for Josh Dobbs, who's played incredible, might cost them Caleb Williams. I don't think the Cardinals wanted Caleb Williams. They have Kyler Murray, who they couldn't get rid of even if they wanted to. So, like, right. I don't know what the thing is. I don't understand. Kyler Murray's not a bad quarterback. Dude, get rid of him. Fuck it. Trade him to Minnesota right now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. A, a scary place for him to go right now would be Minnesota. Dude, that's one of Even the things. Even with a battle line. He's used to a battle line, and he can still fucking play good. So, But uh, the weapons <laughs> is different. Give yeah. me Kyler Murray. You know, already, Kyler that, Murray he, grew up a Vikings fan. Like, actually. Yeah, yeah, and then he would think, and then he's thinking to himself, shit, I loved D-Hop. Imagine what he could do with Jay Jettis. Yeah, and Jordan <laughs> Addison, who's been incredible. Yeah. And TJ Hawkinson. Dude, it would be so sick. Ah. <laughs> Miami Dolphins are averaging like a million points in yards, yet Cuzzo has more yards than Tua. <laughs> oh, and three, but Kirk's going down swinging. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. I'm just going to hear the stupid Fallout Boy every time Fallout Boy song every time I see Kirk now. Going down swinging. Ah, incredible. Did somebody make a touchdown? Like, goddamn. No. Only the Buccaneers. Hey, they're in the red zone. They can try. Come on, Baker. I need Rashad White to score. No. I can't remember who else I have. I have, like, three people on the Buccaneers that I need to You got a lot of people in your game against me. Yeah, I know. That ain't gonna make much difference. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> you, you could. Yeah, right now it's just the Eagles defense that I have against you that's playing. Everybody else is um, random Bengals. Ah. Really gotta hope the Bengals don't get it together today is the big thing. Not a big day. I don't know. I don't want you to think you can come back. I'm not going to come back, dude. (laughs) You could, and that's what scares me, because I don't have anybody left to play. I should have just played... uh, I should have put Adam Thielen in over uh, Calvin Ridley. And it would be my over. if, If the Eagles can just get, like, four pick sixes... No, because Baker's too good. No, I need Baker to be good because it fits narratives for me, and I need that. Also, we should probably go ahead and just wrap her up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. If you want, I think Brando and Hoon are waiting in my Discord for us to yell at them. Okay, I might join in. Go and, watch uh, some foosballs. Play some video games while we watch the ball. But, yeah. Oh, happens. But I think you that'll do it for us this week, you know, podcasting. Woo. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who watched this week. I don't know what I'm doing for an outro. My brain's not working right. That's all I got. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>